Hello and welcome to another edition of the Locked on Penguins podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Hodes. Um, I apologize for uh, not putting up an episode yesterday. I was busy a lot with some school stuff, um, just a lot of unnecessary stuff that I had to get out of the way. Um, of course, and now I was also busy with the Washington Nationals. They are now 1-1 away from winning their first ever National League pennant. Uh, that's very exciting. Um, hopefully tonight they can get the job done. <clears throat> but... um. As usual, please, please uh, subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Um, it is still up; it'll be up forever. Um, keep, please keep reviewing the podcast. Tell me what, uh, tell me what you guys think. Um, I really appreciate uh, if you guys could keep doing that. I'd love to hear all your feedback. Things I could do better. Things I could uh, keep doing well, and uh, just yeah, just all that good stuff. Um, also, and let's just get right back into it. Uh, there's a lot of news from the Penguins. Uh, two outstanding wins this weekend for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, 14 goals combined in the two games. Let's just start with the Minnesota game. So the Penguins, they beat the Wild on Saturday, seven to four. They got they got to two and two on the season. Obviously, they're three and two now. And this was a complete 60 minute effort. Um, well. Kind of. Uh, the 55 minutes, definitely amazing effort. The last five minutes, the Penguins turned a little bit. They gave up two goals in, I want to say, 30 seconds to make it seven uh, to make it six to four before the empty netter, of course. And then Matt Murray actually had to come up with a couple monster saves, like just a minute later. It was almost six to five in the matter of literally, folks, like one to two minutes. Yeah, the Penguins it looked like they took the foot off the gas pedal. They were just cruising along. I mean, I remember I was watching the game, you know, just drinking a beer, like, okay, you know, they're just going to cruise to the win. And all of a sudden, I actually had to start, <clears throat> sorry, uh, sweating a little bit. I was like, what the heck's going on? But um, the kids got in on the action this weekend. And let's just start with Sam Lafferty. Um, they need to keep this kid up. Uh, that's really all I think they uh, you need to say about that. Um, he now I believe yeah he has three goals on the season uh, in the, for his first two in his uh, first few games as a Penguin. Um, he just looks he's fast out there. I, I know I say this a lot. He's fast. He's tenacious. That fourth line that he's on with Adam Johnson, man, is that fourth line good? I mean, also Joseph playing DC score. I think he was on that line too. It was just a, it was just a speed and skill. They were line. They were ferocious on the puck. I get it, guys. Minnesota is not good this year. They're zero and four, but still, um, there's definitely a case to be made that Sam Lafferty may be uh, playing to keep his job up here, and that could make a winger such as Brian Rust expendable. Um, he, 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 it's, I know it's only been a couple games, but. He just he looks really good up here. I mean, I've read that the um that the, I think the Penguins they they raved about him before uh, in the minor leagues. Um, he, he's he's just he's very he's very very good, and I, I was really excited to see his game develop. I just want to keep it seeing. Uh, I'm mixing up my words, of course, obviously, but I want to keep seeing his game develop. Um, as the season goes on, goes on, um, Cindy Crosby uh, was great. Uh, one goal, one assist in that game. Got two points. Patrick Hornquist. Um, he looks like he's finding himself. He scored um, in a few games already this season. Um, uh, well, we can talk about Patrick Hornquist probably this whole podcast that game uh, on Saturday night against the Wild. And let's just uh, go right into that. Um, he got everyone on the Minnesota Wild mad online. And when I say mad online, if you don't know what that means, just you know Twitter reference. But um, you know, he got them very riled up, and he got them so riled up that Devin Dubnik actually took a couple punches at him because Hornquist was right up in his grill, and for some reason, the paint, he went, he got a four-minute double minor for roughing after he was crushed. 
confused as to why he got called for those two penalties. I actually had to go back and watch the replay. Is the penalty here, fellas? Like it, it should have been a penalty, a power play, honestly, for the Penguins, but. Game. Of course, follow my Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Um, I tweet about this uh, during the game. I say, wow, you know, it's five goals and then gets pulled. Uh, <laughs> because that is exactly what happened. I believe that. Uh, he, he did not look the same. He was letting in some kind of leaky goals, I'd say. Back when he, back when Holmstrom played for Detroit, you know he was the he's basically like a carbon, carbon copy. And yeah, you know when Patrick Hornquist is on his game, that is what he's doing. He's he's riling up the opposing goaltenders. He's riling up the opposing players. He's getting everyone mad online, and it's great to see him that he's back playing like this because the Penguins need this from him as he starts this very long contract section extension. Excuse me, making five point three million per. They need this version of Patrick Hornquist. They need it. He needs to keep playing like this, and I have no doubt that I think he will. I think he's going to keep surprising people. Um, uh, Chris Letang, um, great game again. You know, he's he has a point, I think, in uh, – well, he doesn't have a point in every game, but uh, first Penguins defenseman uh, in Penguins history to reach 500 points. No, not even my mom's favorite player, Penguin of all time, or the greatest Penguin defenseman of all time in Paul Coffey. Uh, even got there. Um, I will always say that Paul Coffey will be the Penguins' best defenseman of all time. Chris Letang is a second is second to him. Could he pass him? Well, probably not. No, nah, he won't. Paul Coffey was just awesome. The um, uh, reason why I say that's my mom's favorite player is because the, she, she, he was. She has his autograph back home, and that's enough talking about my mom for today. Um, what else we had here? Um, Adam Johnson uh, had two points. He had his first goal. His uh, first goal as a National Hockey League player, he's kind of a player, he's been close to making the team, he just, there's just hasn't been room for him. Now with all the injuries, um, but you know, he just hasn't been able to like get a foot on He gets to expose himself. He gets to expose himself. He gets a couple points. He's trying to make a case to stay. Players expendable. You know, cough, cough. Brian Rust. I know it's unfortunate that Brian Rust um, got hurt before the season, but this does make him expendable. Expendable if the Penguins want to um, make a trade. And now we're on. And uh, Jake Gensel. Uh, Jake Gensel is uh, right back. He's right there, folks. He is. Um, he had those two goals against the um, the Ducks. Had a goal against the the Wild, and I believe scored against the Jets as well. Um, I, the fact that I don't have that written down uh, shows that I was not uh, prepared for this. So I don't know why I did that. Um, I'm just trying to look up here if he had a goal or not. Jeez, it's taking forever. Um, Jake Gensel, Jake Gensel, yep, two goals. So Jake Gensel now is up to five goals, I believe, already on this season, if my math is correct. Yeah, so he's right back after a little bit of a slow start. Jake Gensel, one of their best uh, goal scorers, 40-goal uh, uh, scorer from last year. He's right back to where he started. 
<clears throat> um, Matt Murray had also had a really good game in that game. I thought Justin Schultz, uh, Brandon Tanev, good lord, uh, he he's on a record. I think to probably he's probably on a pace to uh, break the record for most penalties drawn in the season, folks. Uh, he is just fast out there. I know he hasn't scored. He hasn't put up some points yet. I still think that's coming. Uh, that that's definitely coming. Um, he just he he's really surprised me. And uh, um, I know John Marino. His um his possession numbers are ugh, uh, to say the least. I think they're below forty percent. But you know what? I'm still you know it's only a two or three game sample. I know he's playing with Jack Johnson. He's playing with Eric Goodbranson, but. Um, if you look at, I mean, if you just watch it, you don't really have to look at those numbers. Like that's, that's, I think, like, I love looking at obviously analytics. I, I, I'm a big, big fan of it. Um, I, I watched the games too. Like I've watched him. I think he's honestly looked fine. He's looked good in his own zone. Um, I know the numbers, like I said, aren't too kind of him, but I think overall he's still playing fine. Um, and that Mar- Matt Murray, um, I know he, uh, he allowed four goals, but most of those really weren't his fault. Um, he had another very stellar outing. And uh, yeah, just a really good effort uh, by the Pittsburgh Penguins to get the they got to two and two in that game. We'll get to and we'll get to the um, the Winnipeg Jets game <clears throat> coming up. Like I said, a great win for the Penguins. They just uh, absolutely destroyed the Wild. It's a great uh, almost a sixty minute effort. Like I said, fifty five minutes, but really good stuff from the Penguins tonight. Uh, so if you guys want to know more about Vivid Seats, it's an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime. With Vivid Seats, listeners can watch their favorite teams and artists perform in person, earning credit back on all purchases made through the Vivid Seats app via the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program. Vivid Seats offers great prices and an easy purchasing experience as well as an in-app loyalty program, Vivid Seats Rewards. With reward statuses ranging from MVP to Hall of Famer, customers can earn from 10% up to 16% credit on all their purchases through the app. You just have to go to the App Store if you have an iPhone or Google Play if you have an Android and just download the Vivid Seats app. All Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed by a 100% guarantee. All right. So, of course, the Penguins also had another game this weekend that came against the Winnipeg Jets. And that was another shellacking for the Penguins. They got to 4-2. The Jets are 4-3. It was a pretty even first period. And then the Penguins, the last two periods, outscored the Jets. They scored scored six of the last seven goals. Um, It was 3-1 at some point. Then they cut uh, Shifley cut it to 3-2. And then the Penguins scored, of course, like I said, for the last four goals of the game. Um, And let's just keep it going. Sam Lafferty, like I said, you know, played awesome again. He has... So I believe he has... Five points now in these last two games as a fourth line uh, winger. Yep, just great stuff from him. He's gonna. He, like I we've already talked about him. He's gonna try to keep up his spot. Uh, but also another player, uh, Zach Aston Reese. Um, he, he finally, you know, a lot of fans I think were getting on him. You know, he, I mean, and rightfully so. He just wasn't looking good. He looked kind of out of it. The biggest thing with Aston Reese has always been his. He's never able to stay healthy. It looks like he's about to turn the corner. It looks like he's about to start playing well. And then, boom, an injury. And then and then he comes back. It looks like he's about to do it. And then another injury. And then the cycle repeats itself. Right now, he looks like he's turning the corner. Let's hope he does not get hurt. He started the season slow, but against Winnipeg, had two goals and three points, five shots on goal. He just looked really comfortable down in the bottom six. Um... This is a big year for Austin Reese. He needs to establish himself as an everyday player. He's been in and out of the lineup the last uh, year or two, maybe year and a half. Um, and, and, and yeah, like this.
There could be a spot on this team if Brian Russ gets traded or someone else is scratched. But like I said, it is go time for Aston Reese. He needs th- th- this. Is it like you, you like this? Is a, that was a big game for him? It's time to keep the party going. Um, uh, Sidney Crosby. Uh, what a start to the season for him that he is on. I mean, wow. Uh, I think he has. I think if I'm not mistaken, he has in the first six games of this season. He has ten points. In those six games, yeah, ten points, three goals, seven assists in the six games. He's off to a, uh, a ferocious start for the Penguins. Um, you'd expect that, arguably the best player in the world. Um, he's literally and figuratively and literally putting the team on his back. And you know what? That is what Sidney Crosby does. Uh, you know, when the Penguins get hurt, um, he's just he's that good. He had two assists in that game. And he was he was just outstanding. Uh, like I said, Gensel, uh, two more goals. Yeah, he's finding his place. Uh, Chris Letang, two more assists. Um, he's fine. He's found his game. Pedersen also had two assists. Bland DC uh, had an assist, and then uh, Dominic Simone, guys. Dominic Simone got a goal, and I'm sure the segment of Penguins fans that hate him were absolutely loving that. You love to see it. Um, I just I, I hope he keeps that going because. You know, I still think he, of course, he does need to shoot the puck more. But um, I, I love that Dominic Simone uh, finally got on the scoreboard. Um, it's been well overdue for him, honestly. Um, <laughs> if we're if we're really if we're really being honest here, it was it was well overdue. Um, he's played really well in that top line. He's had some nice dishes to Crosby to get some scoring chances going in. He drives play up there. You can't like say he doesn't because he does. You can literally look up the stats that show that he drives play on the top line. He's a he's a good fit for Sidney Crosby and Jake Gensel. They need to see what they have in this kid. And the pucks are gonna start going in if he keeps shooting the puck. That's the thing. He can put up he can put up assists. I know he can do that. He's had bad luck with shooting and hitting all these posts and you know some bad luck with all these the goalies making these awesome saves on him. But you know what? He's he, he's ready. He's ready. I know he's ready for this. But um, for this game, yeah. So, yeah, six of their goals were scored by literally two players. Yeah, like I said, Aston Reese, Lafferty, and Latang. A um, bunch of assists. Uh, uh, Teddy Bluger uh, got an assist. Brian Dumoulin, Justin Schultz. Brandon Tanev, again. Uh, just, I think I think he drawed another penalty this game. Uh, he's, he's just, he's outstanding. Uh, there's nothing really more you can say about that. Um, and also, folks, we had Tristan Jari. Uh, have his first uh, start of the season, putting up a very stellar 9.31 save percentage. He was actually, of course, coming off a, a win the other night before. They're not going to have uh, their fully like rested legs, I should say. So, I mean, of course, you're going to need your goalie to help you out. He did just that. 27 saves on 29 um Shots, um, the Penguins did a really good job of eliminating the, the shots on goal for Tristan Jari, his first NHL start. 9.31 save percentage, as I said. Um, the two goals he allowed, there, um, they were um, one of them was really bad luck. I think it was a bad bounce. The other one was just a nice... Um, yeah, the Shifley goal was a bad bounce. It went right to his stick, and Jari had no chance. And the other one was just a nice, uh, just a nice shot. So, um, Jari, very good performance in his first game. Um you know, of course, you know, if he somehow plays bad, Casey DeSmith is right behind him down in Wilkes-Barre. He's had some very uh, good success in a limited sample size in the NHL. But if you're Tristan Jari, that is exactly the way that you want to start your season. 
um, as the backup goaltender to Matt Murray. Uh, Matt Murray, of course, much needed night off. Uh, he he, uh, he started the first five games. Uh, he got that night off, and now and now the Penguins will return home for the next uh, three games. But just a great weekend of hockey for the Penguins. Um, you know, the demise of the Penguins, I think, has been greatly uh, exaggerated. They're four and two. They've won three in a row after that one and two start. Where, of course, everyone's like, "Fire everyone! Fire everyone! Oh my god! Oh my god!" But uh, <laughs> I hope you, yeah, whatever. But um, playing good. I know the injuries are mounting. Um, the curse of the Penguins. Someone must have pissed off the hockey gods. Because even I don't understand what the hell is going on with with all these injuries. It just it does not make sense to me at all. But you know what? Just two great wins, and the Penguins will be back in action uh, starting uh, th- this week uh, for three uh, home games. All right. So I think one of, one of the final things I want to talk about before the, I go into the Penguin schedule for this week and what I will be doing with po- uh, episodes is, guys, another injury for the Penguins. Uh, you know what? Uh, they keep mounting. Uh, the Penguins had practice today, um, and Jerry McCann was not on the ice for practice. And of course, everyone was like, "Oh, come on! Better not be another injury." Sure enough. Mike Sullivan confirmed an undisclosed, um, was it a lower body injury? I believe it was. Look up at Seth Rohrma, a great writer. Uh, is an, oh, uh, just an undisclosed ailment per Mike Sullivan. He's day-to-day. Um, still don't know his status for tomorrow night's game against Colorado Avalanche. That it will be on Wednesday Night Hockey on NBC Sports Network. I, yeah, it is televised nationally. Um, if you do not live in Pittsburgh, so you, everyone can watch the game. We don't have to go on Reddit for this game and stream it. But, um, yeah, so another forward take, uh, it takes the hit for the Penguins as he potentially is out tomorrow night. So that's down to Galchenyuk, McCann, Bukestad, Malkin. Um, I'm pro- you know what? The sad part is I'm probably missing some too, which is pathetic. Um, but yeah, uh, it's just, it's, it's reached a point now where it's like, come on. Like, what the heck, man? Who who pissed off the hockey gods so much that they're just cursing the Penguins with all these injuries? But um, I guess so going into the schedule this week, the Penguins have uh, three home games, big games. Colorado Avalanche, the last undefeated team standing. They opened up a can of uh, whoop. Uh, you know what? I can't say that on the podcast. They, they absolutely beat down the Capitals yesterday, 6-3. A slow start to the season uh, for the Capitals a little bit. But you know what? They'll wake up. So, you know, I don't think, you know, who cares? But uh, Avalanche, the last undefeated team. I believe they are 5-0-0. and Yep, if they are. They are. Uh, that is a big game. Um, I'm hoping Doc and uh, Emmerich will be on the call tomorrow night. There will be no Pierre Maguire. I do not think he is not on the NBC's. Uh, top broadcast this year. Whoop, whoop, hooray! Um, I don't think a lot of you probably, I hope you guys probably didn't like Pierre McGuire, but you never know. And then the Penguins will have another back-to-back this weekend. They will play the host of the Dallas Stars. Uh, Tyler Sagan, Alexander Radulov will come to town, and also Jamie Bam. And then we will get our first matchup with the Vegas Golden Knights on Saturday. It'll be interesting to see if we finally get Matt Murray versus Marc-Andre Fleury. It has been a while. <clears throat> Since we have gotten a Murray versus Fleury matchup, have we even gotten one? I think we have ones. But I uh, saw so back to back. I think for that goaltending matchup, they'll probably go maybe Jari against the Stars, and then maybe we'll go Murray against the um, against Vegas. Just to see if they do the big, uh, the Murray Fleury game. Um, everyone's going to be coming out to support Fleury because, of course, beloved Penguin. Um, but Matt Murray has had a really good start to the season too. 
Um, and that's the Penguins' uh, schedule for this week. They have a big road trip the next week. They play the Panthers, who started slow, but that monster comeback against the Devils. Uh, speaking of the Devils, uh, woof! Excuse me. Uh, yeah, they've had a rocket start. Uh, John Hines, uh, over under a, a week until he gets fired, maybe? Man, put some, put some money on that, because... I don't know how long he's going to last. It is not looking good in New Jersey, especially after blowing that lead to the Panthers yesterday, even when Bobrovsky was just not even playing that good. So that was that was weird to see. And then they have the Tampa Bay Lightning next Wednesday. So I believe they're on Wednesday Night Hockey. Yeah, two night, two week, two weeks in a row they're on Wednesday Night Hockey before uh, the next, the following weekend, uh, uh, Halloween weekend here down at Virginia Tech, of course. Um, it is not on our party night. They will play. They will go to Dallas. So they will play Dallas Stars twice in eight days, and that is a look at the Penguins' next six games. Um, this is this is big for the Penguins. Um, so yeah, that will be that'll be a three game road trip after the three game homestand before coming home to play the Flyers, the and the Oilers. So yeah, like yeah, the Penguins they start out a lot of their games are home. You gotta keep it. Like this is the thing. You gotta keep banking points. I know the lineup is hurt. It's, it's nothing you can do about it, sadly. But you know what? As long as you keep banking these points, Sidney Crosby keeps playing it the way he does, Jake Gensel, Chris Letang, the kids on the fourth line, which is a, a hell of a speedy line. As long as all that keeps happening, Matt Murray, of course, playing to the way that he can, that he's capable of, the way that he's played of for most of this season, they can keep winning games and they can keep staying afloat through the early parts of this season where so, until some of the players get back, like Evgeny Malkin, who's expected to be out a month. Um, we still could see a trade at some point. There's more rumors this weekend about um, then sh- uh, shipping Goodbranson and Johnson since Marino is getting playing time. It- it's so evident that Penguins like John Marino and that they, and that they want him to play there on the right sp- on the right spot uh, on the third pairing. It- it's so evident that they're going to make a trade at some point. I, I would be I would be so sunk if they didn't. But um, uh, yeah, it yeah, wraps up tonight's episode. Um, Tomorrow, like I said, they play the Avalanche. I'll try to give a preview of that game tomorrow. I love watching Nathan McKinnon and Sidney Crosby go at it. That's that's so fun. Uh, just watching the Abs, they're just such a fun team. Um, whenever the Penguins are not in the playoffs, um, I root for them sometimes. I have a really good friend named Marcus who actually uh, loves the Abs. Shout out to him. Um, and, and who he, and he's a of course diehard Penguins fan, but he'll root for the Abs uh, when they're not on. So I love watching the Abs. Uh, it's gonna be a great game. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys uh, tomorrow uh, for the preview against the Avalanche. All right, guys. Talk soon.